You're listening to Allied Health Podcast, talking all things Allied Health, with your hosts Danielle Whedon, physiotherapist, and Claire Jones, occupational therapist. In this episode of Allied Health Podcast, Danielle talks with Leanne Kerr, General Manager, Membership and Development at the Australian Physiotherapy Association. Leanne covers all the benefits for student, graduate, early and late career physiotherapists in joining the APA and how the APA can help their members in their career growth. Today, I'm joined by Leanne Kerr, General Manager, Membership and Development at the Australian Physiotherapy Association. We're hoping uh, you can provide some information on the APA, its benefits and any other pointers regarding your membership organisation. So thanks for joining us, Leanne. Perfect. And thanks for inviting me, Danielle. (laughs) Pleasure. So let's start with broadly, what is the APA? Yeah, three little letters, but it means a lot. (laughs) So APA is, as you touted, the APA is the Australian Physiotherapy Association. And what we really are, we're we're the peak body and we represent the interests of all Australian physios and their patients. So in a nutshell, you could say that we're committed to professional excellence and career success for our members, which really translates into those better patient outcomes for improved health conditions for all Australians. In simple terms, our purpose is really to... I guess we want to deliver true value to our members uh, and drive the advancement of the profession, which is very close to the heart of of, of all of the profession. Uh, And we are really aiming to be an integral part of our members' professional lives. And we do this through many different ways. I can really keep going if you're happy. Oh, excellent. If you're happy to keep talking, that's great. I was going to say, what are some of the benefits of joining? Yeah, all right. I'll I'll get to those. Yes, Um, okay, cool. I'll I'll just uh, finish off the story of the APA. So, We're there for members, but we also are there to educate consumers um, on the breadth and the value of physiotherapy. It's it's a bit of an undersold or undervalued uh, or misunderstood profession at times, so our role really is out there to help motivate consumers to choose physio first. Policy making, we're we're right in there with with government, the chief allied health officers, um, sorry, the chief health officers uh, to influence policy that has the benefit for our members and whether that's access to physio or scope of physio or diversification of funding for physios or even working out workforce planning, we're right there working with the government to try and influence their agendas and and what happens for our members and the broader community. So um, I'll go to benefits now, I think. Um, And I, I guess we members are with us right through from being a student and we have them right through to the ripe old, you know, senior years of retirement and they, and they still stay with us for that, that community spirit that they have with the APA. So as a student, we really encourage students to join us while they're studying to start getting themselves immersed really in the world of physiotherapy to see, read, hear um, and listen to what is going on in, in the profession that they're planning on moving into. So students really can demonstrate their commitment to the high professional standards that they want um, and show their passion for their profession to prospective employees. By connecting with the APA early, it, 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 it resonates well with employees and, and they feel good about it. So the early alignment with their peak professional body really adds integrity to their CV and their career aspirations. When students join, there's a lot they can access. There's no fee for students to join, uh, but they can have immediate online access to substantial research resources and we know research really is a a core backbone of physio. Uh, Our online member magazine, digital, uh, they can look through those magazines and back issues of the magazines and search for articles of interest there. Uh, They get 
our public indemnity insurance coverage while they're studying as well. That's complementary with their student membership. They get invitations to join student job shows. They can join student committees. Uh, we run free PD events that are catered to students, um, networking events, information sessions. Um, we have a Jobs for Physio website that they can start scouring when they're starting to think about what their first job might look like coming out of their studies. Yeah. There's the good old traditional partner benefits, offers and discounts uh, through a lot of partners that we bring to the table. And then there's all of our Facebook groups that they can join. We have student Facebook groups and, and other types of Facebook groups going on out there that they can start linking into. A lot observe their, their listeners or readers rather than contributors, but that's okay. They're, they're there to learn and see what's going on and, and hear conversations from other professional physios. Physios, so yeah. That's really where a student can start with us. Yeah. Okay. And then um, moving on as a sort of a, as a graduate member, um, is there what's the, what would be the difference? Would yeah. So everything that they've had as a student, they still carry on with them as a member, as a as a graduate member. We we call when when members join us as a graduate, we we I guess classify them as a graduate for the first four years of their career. That that may not be how they're seen out in the industry. Uh, an employee might see a graduate as only a graduate in their first one or two years, but we treat them or, or give them preferred pricing at least as a graduate for, for four years with us before they, they moved into the big kids club, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but they can start to supplement their knowledge now. They can start coming to APA um, professional development courses and do the hands-on training with us. Uh, they can start carrying our the APA post-nominal, which is APAM, shows that they're a member of the APA, again, attractive when they're looking for employment. Some um, private practices mandate that they are a member of the APA before they start working with them. Um, so, again, PD we know is very highly valued by grads once they've come out and they've done their, their degree studies. Then more, you know, layering that with further PD we know is very popular uh, from grad students. Again, the public indemnity insurance, that's built into their membership so they don't have to worry about is it the right one, am I covered adequately, does it meet APRA guidelines, our policies, we've done all the heavy lifting there and yes. the APA have a policy that they, they come into so it fully covers them. Uh, they get more clinical resources online, uh, we've got a whole research portal for them to get into, they get uh, newsletters, they can join more Facebook groups, um, they can register themselves once they've actually got a job and they want to, they want clients or potential patients to find them. We have a Find a Physio website that they can have their, um, their physio and themselves listed on there so they can be found. Yep. Um, and, yeah, and they have everything that they had as a student. That's great. Um, we do often get asked questions about professional indemnity insurance and um, especially early career therapists, you know, asking the question, do, do I need it or not? And I'm not an insurance professional, but I that, that, that's great that it's built into the membership yeah. because um, the advice is always that I hear is, yes, your employer might have professional indemnity insurance, but you also should take out your own. So that's a great perk. Exactly. So the employer has their entity insurance cover, which yeah. doesn't Early cascade to the individual. So exactly. yeah, I actually think it's an APRA mandate that each physio registered physiotherapist needs to have their own um, indemnity insurance. PI insurance, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. And also um, in terms of the courses and things that you provide, I think um, coming out as a grad, uh, you can often, you know, you might go into private practice or you might go into community therapy, but um, being able to access um, uh, courses and further learning and 
the rest of it means that um, early career therapists may not be pigeonholed into one particular sort of niche uh, mm-hmm. clinical specialty and they can yes. access other areas that they want to mm-hmm. sort of upskill in as well. Yeah, I, I think we've seen with graduates, at least in their first four years, are still are still window shopping for where they want to land. Uh, nobody knows their first year in the workforce where they're going to land long-term. So yeah. knowing that there's, there's there's movement between public and private and you know, aged care, like there's, there's room for the grads to, to move around and just knowing that they've got their insurance in their back pocket no matter where they go uh, is a very reassuring thing. And the, the insurance that we have, um, you know, it's it's a master insurance policy that provides, I'll call it, you know, exceptional coverage. Um, the policy is through QBE and we have brokers here in Melbourne. Actually, they're, they're global, the brokers, but they're there to manage the end-to-end process. Should anybody have a notification or a claim against them, it's our insurance brokers handle them from end-to-end to handle that claim and legal advice, et cetera. So it's a very, very sound and comforting uh, policy for them to have. And because we have such a collective power of all our members in it, we're obviously getting a preferred bulk buying rate, which obviously gets passed right through to you know, reduced rates with all of our members. So yeah. it's a good thing to have. Um, and it exceeds the APA. Uh, they have, APA do specify what minimum requirements of coverage need to be, and this yeah. exceeds it. So. Exceeds it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, you have touched on CPD and courses and training, but um, have you got any other sort of information on? Yeah, I think the... Um, thing that's probably appealing more to grads um, is when they start really wanting to look around to, you know, where might I want to, 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 to branch out? You know, do I want to concentrate in the, in the paediatric space or am I interested in um, emergency department? Do I want to work in the, if they start getting a, a, a taste or a flavour or an interest in going down a certain stream, we have a whole group of special interest groups, which we call national groups. Um, and, members can join these special interest groups. So then you get access to more, uh, I guess, bespoke or customised professional development in that in that stream. And uh, it's a network of people who are all passionate about the same kind of area. And, yeah, there's networks, there's committees people can join, there's, you know, uh, specialised e-newsletters that go out to the groups which just has information pertinent to that that stream or that interest area. Yeah. So you know, that that's another way that members really in, in any stage of their career, but we do find early career graduates start looking into these different groups, you know, maybe year three in their, their work profession. Yeah. Um, and just explore if it's an area that they do want to keep um, probing, I guess. Yeah. Keep um, learning in. Yeah. 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 It's ongoing learning. So networking, I guess, is another thing. You know, it's, it's a word that does go around and networking, you get as much out of it as what you want to put into it. So okay. in these days, sorry, sadly, it's all it's it's all online channels of networking. But um, when we do have events going back face to face, if that's the preferred way, there, there's plenty of events and seminars and, and our annual conferences that members can go to to start finding out or seeking out other people to chat. Um, we do know physios do love to chat, so um, our yes. members do. That's that's for sure. They can join committees. They again, they can join these national groups. That's all elements of networking, uh, and the Facebook groups as well is another way to listen, learn, network, and, and reach out to people. So there's a few, yeah. quite a few places there that they can seek people out. Yeah, and you know, um, Leanne, I know I'm a physio by background many years ago, but um, I do think traditionally health professionals are not, um, they're not. 
they're not used to networking in a salesy way because their profession is giving back. You know, it's a, it's a, it's health and it's giving back. But we always talk to therapists and say, you know, it's a really small allied health world. So, with you know, within physio, networking within you know within exactly what you've talked about, the um, specialist groups. Uh, if you're an APA member, that might in future help you get a job, but it also might actually help you work out where you want to be in your career. You might meet, you know, it's just I think I think networking. Uh, within your profession is just is gold in terms of learning and sort of upskilling. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Mm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and what about um, how can APA help members in their career growth? Sort of touch Good on question. That. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think we've got a few solutions really that we can help members with. Um, in the early career stage, we are we're, we're in the process right now of developing a mentoring program, and that will be out uh, for our members available for our members next year. Um, so mentoring is going to help them try and work out where they want to be as well. Or their mentoring, they can really get whatever they want out of out of what we can set up for them. So we'll be connecting you know, experienced members with you know, first and second year grads to help them start formulating in their mind where they want to go and how do, how do they get from year one to year two and, and what does year five look like and what do I need to do? Um, yeah. how, how do I explore things? You know, I, I definitely want to open my, my own practice in five years. How do I get there? Yeah. Um, what, be so mentoring has been um, a gap for us we know our members want it uh, we've just recently surveyed our all of our grads to say you know if mentoring had been around or, or already existed when in your career span um, or career continuum would mentoring have been of greatest value to you and and it was overwhelmingly most grads were saying in their first year yeah some still in their second year, uh, but we definitely know where the sweet spot is that once they've left their studies and they're, they're in their first year as a grad, that's when they need that, that guiding light. So we've heard it, we've, we've surveyed, we've researched it, we're looking into it, and that's what we'll be bringing to our members um, next year. So that is where we see we can add value to early career starters to, yeah. to start shaping what their career might look like. Mid-career, it's really our PD, our professional development offering really sits in that space where they're still developing and maturing and, and starting to move into um, higher levels of, uh, of clinical practice. Yeah. Um, and that's through you know, online learning, face-to-face learning and our conferences we hold. And then later in the career, I think when, when members are, are more established, but they want to perhaps um, just move, move to that next level of specialisation or specialist recognition um, we we have the Australian College of Physiotherapists, which members can join that college and go undertake a I think it's a few years actually of study or you know evidence of, of, of prior work to be assessed, and that will lead them on to becoming uh, a clinical specialist in a chosen area. Yeah, so there's a there's a few there's a career pathway um, that already exists, but it really helps. It, you know, it's it's when you've when you've chosen where you want to go and you really want to excel at it, and we do have that career pathway for you to, to move into you know genuine specialisation in clinical area. Yeah, excellent. And I'm yeah. sorry, that's okay. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, and so if um if a physio student or early career or a physio uh, late career wanted to get in touch, what? They just pick up the phone to you guys, or yeah, yeah we're accessible. Um, I look after I look after our member support team. They're a great team. Um, they're you know they're nine to five Monday to Friday. They can they can help. They can guide. They can get you in touch with whoever you need to. But yeah, simply calling us is the first step to take. Yeah, Easy. excellent. Thank you. Um, is there anything else? 
Oh, I, I think um, hopefully I've given you a, a good um, roundup of the world of the APA and how it helps students. Thanks again, Leanne, for taking the time to speak with us today. I'm sure our listeners will have enjoyed this additional information about the APA and the benefits of joining as a professional member. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Allied Health Podcast. In the show's notes, you'll find links to our free recruitment resources, job opportunities and healthcare marketplace insights. To listen to new episodes, please subscribe via Apple, Google or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. And if you've enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star rating and review and be sure to tell your therapy colleagues and friends to tune in. Music